Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will. And today, it's episode 20. Wow. These first 20 episodes have gone by so fast. Looking forward to the next 20 for sure. We've got some big episodes planned in the future. But today, we have episode 20. Just me today. Um, it's kind of a big, big show for just me. So we'll see how long it takes me today. But today we do have a big, big time topic to go over. It is grading NFL teams season. So basically it's going to be like I'm a teacher and I'm grading an essay for a student. That kind of grading. That's what we're going to be doing today. But before I get started, uh, we have some announcements. Make sure you go, guys, go follow us on the Instagram at just sports underscore pod. That's kind of where you know all our info goes, and that's where kind of we distribute all our stuff on there. We have links. One of the links in our bio is the link to the website. Make sure you go check that out. Um, on the website, we have blogs. I've been posting blogs weekly um, about different stuff, stuff we don't necessarily talk on the po- talk about on the podcast. So make sure you go check that out. We also have links to previous episodes. We have information about us. We have ways you can contact us and give us, you know, new episode ideas or whatever. Just make sure you go check out that website. It's pretty cool. We also have a TikTok. I'm proud to announce that Charlie Grace, you remember him, he finally, you know, finally did. He finally made the TikTok and we do have one post on the TikTok. Um, I believe the at is just underscore sports pod. I could be wrong. It's something like that. Something just sports pod. There might be an underscore somewhere in there. But make sure you go check that TikTok out. Um, very interesting to see. I'm very excited to see what Charlie will end up doing with that. It's going to be very, very interesting. So, episode 20 today. Grading NFL teams 2020 season. Plus, we're going to add an extra little bit to this segment we're gonna also i'm going to be giving you one move that just one you know some teams might have multiple but just one move i think these teams should do this off season so without further ado let's get started let's get rolling we're going to start off with the buffalo bills the bills this season went 13 and 3 with they were the afc east champions first time a team other than the Patriots has won the AFC East in 17 seasons. They lost in the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go ahead and give them an A-. minus. You know, really solid season from Buffalo. There were questions at the beginning of the season whether or not they would be able to dethrone the Patriots, and they absolutely dominated. They went 13-3. and So I'm giving them an A-. minus. You know, looking back... I'm sort of a harsh grader, but I'm going to go ahead and give the Bills an A-. minus. And then the one move I want to see them pursue, I want to see them restructure John Brown's contract. The Bills don't have a ton of cap space, and they have some of these contracts on these older players that don't really get as much playing time that are wasting a lot of money. I think, you know, they don't necessarily need to add any more pieces to this team to be able to contend for a Super Bowl next season. They just need to figure out how to help themselves financially. You restructure John Brown's contract. You give yourself some more freedom financially. We'll move on to the next team. We have the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens this season went 11-5. and 
They lost in the divisional round to the Buffalo Bills, who we just talked about. But they did have the best rushing offense in the NFL, led by Lamar, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, just absolutely dominant. And they, but I think the real bottom line was, you know, they kind of got hurt by injuries a little bit. You saw a couple of their offensive linemen go down, you know, um, you know, some key players went down. Obviously, Lamar went down in that divisional game against Buffalo. So injuries battered this team quite a bit. Um, so my grade for the Ravens, it's going to be a B, you know, B is kind of like you were good, but you weren't great. You know what I'm saying? The Ravens giving them a B, they were good. They made it to the divisional round, but they weren't great. And I think heading into the season, a lot of people had picked the Ravens to win the AFC just because how loaded their roster is. And, you know, I think it, this might be completely unfair to say, but I feel like they might've underperformed a little bit this season. Because, you know, you look up and down that roster, you look at that defense, it's like top three defense in the NFL. You have reigning MVP Lamar. You obviously have the best running game in the NFL. You know, wide receivers, not great, but they had Des Bryant and Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. And the offensive line is dominant as well. And you, it's kind of hard to believe that they didn't make it farther than they did with this roster. So I'm going to go ahead and give them a B. And then one move I want to see them make, this is a big-time move. This is, I want them to go out and sign Kenny Galladay. There are questions over whether Galladay will return back to Detroit. Personally, I don't really see him returning back there with Stafford gone. So Galladay's a free agent. Ravens need some wide receiver weapons as Hollywood Brown, you know, kind of established himself as a butterfinger receiver. Couldn't catch a pass if it was thrown at the perfect spot. You know, Mark Andrews is solid, but you need those wide receivers. Kenny Galladay, great deep threat wide receiver, great red zone wide receiver. He would easily be wide receiver one on the Ravens and, you know, greatly, greatly help that team. So we'll go now to the Houston Texans. Texans 4-12 and this season, and they don't even have a top three pick. They would have the third pick traded to the Dolphins for, I believe that was the Laramie Tunsil trade, which looking back, is absolutely horrific. So they don't have a top three pick. Watson wants out of Houston. And then they go and they hire David Culley. And, you know, I, my facts might be wrong on this, but David Culley was the wide receiver coach for the Chiefs. I don't know what year it was. Uh, I want to say 2014. When a single, not a single Chiefs wide receiver caught a touchdown the entire season. And David Culley was their wide receiver coach. And then he was the core, I want to see, it was either wide receiver or quarterback coach for Baltimore, which they weren't great wide receivers out there in Baltimore either. There were probably five to ten, maybe more better candidates for this spot than David Culley. This is a terrible hire by the Texans. Whoever is, you know, management needs to be fired for this hire alone. Absolutely terrible. Management, we know management down there in Houston is probably the worst management in the league. You know, you could argue Detroit. I think Houston has worse management than Detroit. Absolutely terrible. So, 
Houston, you get an F for this season. You failed this season. You did nothing good. You did nothing to help your organization at all. For most of these other teams, I would say almost every other team, you can say they did something this season to help their future. Houston, you did nothing. You drove your star quarterback out. He wants to leave, and you hired a coach who has no head coaching experience and as a wide receiver coach was absolutely terrible, and you don't have a top three pick. Yeah, that sounds like a fail to me. So what would their move in this offseason be? Trade Watson. You know, even if you keep him, there have been talks of him sitting out. Why would he want to play for you when he's requested a trade? Trade him. Get some value. You saw Matthew Stafford. You They got, what was it, two first-round picks, three first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. Imagine what the haul would be for Deshaun Watson. They could get, you know, four Four, I, I don't want to say five because that seems like a lot. Four first-round picks at least for Deshaun Watson. That's helping your future. So I think the best move is to trade Watson management. They might not like it, but it is the best move for this Houston Texans team. We'll go to the Denver Broncos out there in the AFC West. Broncos this season went 5-11. and 11. Really, injuries kind of battered them. Obviously, they had the game without a quarterback, Drew Locke also suffered from various injuries as well as Cortland Sutton. So injuries did play a factor in it for this team. But when Locke was on the field, he really didn't look like the quarterback of the future for Denver that they've been looking for for such a long time. Really, ever since Peyton Manning left, they've been looking for that quarterback of the future. They haven't been able to find him. There were hopes that Drew Locke would be that guy, and it really does not look like he will be. So I'm going to give them a D-plus on this season. They were competitive in many, many games. But just looking at it, it just really was not the season people thought Denver was going to have. And uh, preseason, I personally was very high on this Denver team because there was so much talent on the offense. They really just did not live up to the hype. So what what offseason move could they make? We just talked about Deshaun Watson. You go get Deshaun Watson. You go trade for Deshaun Watson. They have a few first-round picks at their disposal. Go get Watson. Maybe do a Locke-Watson deal. Obviously, you're going to have to have some picks in there as well. That's not a bad trade because Watson is, I want to say, 10-plus times more better than Drew Locke. And Watson has expressed to his teammates, allegedly, that he wants to play in Denver. And I don't see why not. Denver has a very exciting young core on offense. Broncos, Locke is not the answer. You go trade and you go get Deshaun Watson. That is the move I would do if I am the Denver Broncos. So we'll move on to America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. They went 6-10 and 10 this year. Injuries obviously really hurt them. Dak, others going down. But really, Elliott... Ezekiel Elliott did not have the season you'd expect from him. I'm not saying the offense was horrific, but it just wasn't what we're used to seeing from this Dallas offense. So, Dallas, I'm giving you a D. You know, you were in the race a little bit, but you were 6-10. and 10, And just this roster has so much talent. Even with Dak Prescott going down, there was so much talent on this roster. There's too much talent to be going six and ten. Just honestly, too much talent to go six and ten. So I'm giving you guys a D. 
uh, one move this offseason for Dallas. Go re-sign Dak Prescott. He is phenomenal. Jerry Jones, I don't know what you're doing, buddy, but you got to re-sign this man. He is absolutely phenomenal. He's an excellent quarterback. He is definitely your quarterback of the future. Go re-sign Prescott. Make sure he's playing in Dallas next season. Moving on to the Chicago Bears, who went 8-8 eight and eight this season. They snuck into the playoffs, but lost in the wild card to New Orleans Saints on that Nickelodeon game. Um, they started the season 5-1, and one, then obviously fell off, went 3-7 and seven in the last 10 games. The bottom line, for me, you should have started Trubisky. I don't know why they didn't. Trubisky was off to an excellent start. He was 3-0 and in the first three games, including a 300-plus passing yard game against Detroit. And then they sat him because he was having a rough two quarters, and they sat him. And Nick Foles took over, and, you know, they won a couple more games, and then they just fell off. I really do think they should have started Trubisky. I think they start Trubisky, I think, for the entire season. I think they have a couple more wins on that record, and, you know, maybe they're up in the B range for my grade. No, they're at the C range because they started Nick Foles. Nick Foles has proven nothing that he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. He had the playoff run, which was absolutely incredible. Other than that, his time in Jacksonville and now his time in Chicago has been not good by any standards. He's proven nothing. Trubisky proved something in the first few games of this season. He looked good. I don't know what I don't know what, you know, Nagy was thinking down there in Chicago. But yeah, Bears get a C on this season. So what would the next move be for the Chicago Bears? I'm saying you got to bring Allen Robinson back. You know, I there's definite evidence that Robinson does not want to play for Chicago, and I don't blame him. But you got to find a way to bring him back. He is easily their best weapon. I think Trubisky really grew this season as a passer. I think he's shown great signs of improvement this season. You got to bring his top weapon back because, you know, if Robinson leaves, it's going to be very, very rough next year in the Windy City. So we'll move on now to the Atlanta Falcons. They went 4-12. and They fired head coach Dan Quinn. They signed Arthur Smith, who we talked about this a couple episodes ago. I absolutely love that hire by Atlanta. I'm giving them a D, 4-12, and one of the worst records. Uh, but it's a D because they do have the fourth pick in the draft, which is very solid. And for my move this offseason, with that fourth pick in the draft, I want them to draft Zach Wilson. You know, Zach Wilson is a very, very exciting player. This is a very exciting Atlanta offense. I think he would fit in very nicely. And with Matt Ryan there, maybe gives him some time to learn the ropes, which I think a lot of young quarterbacks don't get to um, during, like, this time in the NFL, you know. A lot of quarterbacks drafted in the first round have said, you know, go start week one, you know, of your first season. Zach Wilson, he would have the opportunity to come and watch from Matt Ryan, who's one of the most prolific passers in the NFL right now. But Zach Wilson is a great, great athlete. He's a great dual threat quarterback. He's definitely a lot different in that regard than Matt Ryan. He's a different challenge for defenses than Matt Ryan. So go draft Zach Wilson. He's Atlanta's quarterback of the future. Move on to the Arizona Cardinals. They went eight and eight. They missed the playoffs by one game. They started really hot and then they just fell off. Obviously, Kyler was battling injuries. You know, you can, you know, say that was the reason. 
I'm going to give him a C. I was really high on this Cardinals team as well coming into the season. And not to say that they didn't play well, but just kind of a letdown this season for Arizona. So I'm going to give him a C. One thing that they need to improve is their offensive line, no doubt. So the move in this offseason, I think you got to go into the draft and you got to try and get Rashawn Slater, the tackle from Northwestern, absolute beast. He would greatly, greatly improve that offensive line that they need to improve down there in Arizona. Move on. We'll stay in the NFC West. We'll go with the Seattle Seahawks. Very interesting season. Uh, this year for Seattle, they went 12 and four. They lost in the wild card round to divisional rival Los Angeles Rams. They started the season six and one. Russ looked like an MVP candidate. They finished the season six and three, which is still very solid. I'm not saying it's not, but they kind of fell off a little bit, as did Russell Wilson. And now there's reports that Russ wants out of Seattle, so it's kind of spiraling downhill right now for the Seahawks team. I'm going to give them a B. You know, if you ask me to grade them at midseason, I would say A plus all the way. But now I'm looking at it, I'm saying, you know, they really just fell from that top top seat in the NFL this season, giving them a B. Now, one move they need to make in this offseason, just like I said for Arizona, offensive line in Seattle is absolutely horrific, probably worse than Arizona's. They don't have a top 15 pick, but I think at their spot, I'm pretty sure 24, pretty sure that's where they're at. Draft, Liam, uh, let's see if I can say this last name right, Eckenberg, tackle from Notre Dame. You know those tackles, those offensive linemen coming out of Notre Dame, they're big physical guys. Notre Dame had one of the best offensive lines in all of college football. So you know this guy can just dominate defensive linemen. You draft him, I think, you know, he will help that offensive line. Whether Russ will be there or not, that's a question that needs to be answered, might be answered very soon. Regardless, you need to draft an offensive lineman. I think Liam would be a great offensive lineman for Seattle to draft. So move on to the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Congrats to Tampa Bay. Congrats to Tom Brady on his seventh ring. I don't know if you guys saw it, but their Super Bowl parade it was a sight to see, let me tell you. They had it on boats. You had Tom Brady on his, what was it, $12 million boat? No, that might be right. Something crazy, a crazy expensive boat. You know, he's cruising in Tampa with Gronk and all the guys. You know, he had the Lombardi Trophy. He threw the Lombardi Trophy from boat to another boat. Um, absolutely crazy. But I guess that's what you get to do when you've won the Super Bowl seven times. You know, I'm not going to go into it, but Tom looked like he had a very, very fun time. You know, he had to get walked out by his friends, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, Buccaneers, they won the Super Bowl. They went 11-5. and They 4-0 in the playoffs. Absolutely dominated the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So it is only right to give them an A+. This season could not have gone any better for Tampa Bay. Sure, they could have done better in the regular season, but what truly matters is the playoffs, and when the playoffs came, they dominated just as Tom Brady has in the past. Give them the A+. Now, this offseason, I think the biggest, there's a couple moves that, you know, they, that are going to be quite important for them. One move is, I want you down there in Tampa, you got to re-sign Chris Godwin. 
because he was one of the best weapons on this offense, a very, very crucial piece in the slot oftentimes for Tampa Bay. Re-signed him. Mike Evans said you can take money from his contract and give it to someone else. Give it to Godwin because that duo is absolutely electric. Re-sign Chris Godwin. You don't want him leaving Tampa. We'll go on to the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings went 7-9 and nine this season. Um, but, you know, Kirk Cousins had a very good season, very underrated this year. And obviously, Dalvin Cook was one of the best running backs in the league. One healthy for the Vikings. I'm giving them a C, 7-9. You know, they showed some fight there in the middle of the season with that road win against Green Bay, among others. But, you know, just nothing to get them over the hump. I'm giving them a C now. This offseason, there are, uh, like I said, many moves. One move I'd like to see them is they do have a top 15 pick. So I think at their spot, they should be able to get this player. I want them to draft Quiddy Pay, an edge rusher from the University of Michigan. He has raw, untapped talent, you know. He's never really put together a you know, terrific season out there in Ann Arbor, but he's still just a freak athlete, so quick off the edge. I think he'd be perfect in this fit for you know, Minnesota, considering they lost their best rusher, Everson Griffin. You know, last offseason, they need to get a guy to replace him. I think Pay can definitely do that. So we'll move on now to Washington football team. Seven and nine. But they were the NFC East champions. Honestly, that title has absolutely no meaning because the NFC East was absolutely horrific. They lost in the wild card to the Super Bowl champions, and they showed a lot of fight. They showed more fight than Kansas City did in the Super Bowl, which is crazy. And they had comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. Washington, I'm giving you a B-. minus. I respect everything Washington did this season. I respect what Ron Rivera did. How he came back from cancer and lead this team and led this team to the playoffs to the NFC's champ, NFC East title. I respect it. I respect how Tyler Taylor Henneke, I think that's how you say his name, went into Tampa against Tom Brady and absolutely balled out and gave Tom Brady a run for his money. I respect everything Washington did this season. I'm giving him a B minus, which is very good for a team that was under 500. B minus for Washington. Now, they already signed Taylor Heineke to a two year extension. So now the question is what are they going to do this offseason? One move I want to see them make is draft Rondale Moore from the University of Purdue. There have been speculation that maybe Washington will go for Kadarius Toney from Florida. Obviously, a great playmaker as well. I like Moore a little bit better. I think Moore is a better slot receiver. Of course, we didn't get to see more play this season, but. In the two seasons he played before, he was absolutely electric. You know, anytime he gets the ball in his hands, it doesn't matter where on the field he is, he's a threat to score. And that's what this Washington team needs now with Heineke at quarterback. They have McLaurin. You add Rondale Moore, and this is honestly, if you add Rondale Moore to this Washington football team offense, that would honestly be a scary, underrated offense. I'm not going to lie. So go draft Rondale Moore. Los Angeles Chargers. They went 7-9, and nine, fired their head coach, Anthony Lynn, for good reason. They had Offensive Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert, who I don't want to say I called it, but I kind of did. You know, off record here, I was on a friend's podcast sometime this summer, 
we're doing a mock draft, and I was like, you know, I really like Justin Herbert. You know, I think Justin Herbert's the best quarterback in this draft. And I was like, no, no, man, you crazy. You ever seen Tua or Burrow play? And I was like, I know. I just got a feeling about Herbert, man. Not going to say, you know, I'm not bragging, but I did call it. Herbert was an absolute stud this season. But for Los Angeles, what a disappointing season. They were with. They were within, you know, seven points, three points in so many games. In so many. You just think if they would have won those games, they would be in the playoffs. And they have the talent on their roster to be in the playoffs. Obviously, the head coach, not good. You know, that's why he was fired. But just just a letdown season from Los Angeles. You know, they honestly, they honestly have one of the most talented, talented rosters in the entire NFL. And to go seven to nine is just such a disappointment. So I'm gonna give him a D plus. Now one move I already mentioned this player. I would love to see them draft Quiddy Pay as well. They do need an edge rusher. Um, you know, there's a couple other patient positions they could address, but at their spot, if Quiddy Pay is available, I think he would be a great pick for this Los Angeles team. So now we'll move on to the Tennessee Titans. They went 11-5 and this season, lost in the wild card to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, but they did have Offensive Player of the Year, Derrick Henry, who ran for 2,000-plus yards, which is a very big statement. I'm going to be kind of a disappointing loss in the playoffs. You know, Henry just didn't show up, but in the regular season, they were very dominant, 11-5, and uh, you know, AFC South champion, they had Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill played very nicely as well. So I'm going to give it a B. Just a very, you know, like I said, B is good. Not great, but a good season from Tennessee. Now, one move I'd love to see them see in the offseason. Draft Amari Rogers, wide receiver from Clemson. Amari plays in the slot. He's absolutely electric with the ball in his hands. Kind of like Kadarius Tony, Rondell Moore. Maybe not as good as those guys, but he's still extremely, extremely good. And he would be extremely valuable to this Tennessee team. We're really missing that, you know, slot receiver that can make big plays out of nothing. He would, and he would fit perfectly into the offense. Tannehill, you know, play action, loves to get on the run, loves to, you know, get these short passes completed in space. He would fit perfectly with this Tennessee team. We'll go to my team, Pittsburgh Steelers. 12-4, and started the season 11-0, and finished the season one and four, lost in the wild card to Cleveland. You know, just tough, just tough uh, end of the season for Steelers. So I'm gonna give him a B. You know, it was a good season. Like I said, good, not great. Could have been great. You know, I think offensive coordinator, you know, did not do super great at the end of the season. You know, definitely some questionable calls. They kind of got too conservative. I want to say on the offensive side of the ball, they weren't taking as many shots, and you know, teams kind of figured it out. Um, and then obviously just mental mistakes in the wild card game against Cleveland. But anyway, giving them a B. One move I want to see them make is draft Najee Harris, why uh, running back from Alabama. I mean, just you know, just such a good playmaker last season for the national champions. Draft him, you get him in the backfield with James Conner, Benny Snell. That's a three-headed monster uh, out there in the Steel City. I think Big Ben will be back. I don't know if I want him to be back, but I think he will be back. And Najee would be good with Big Ben because Najee's a great pass catcher. And too many times this season we saw Big Ben trying to force throws into coverage. You have Najee there, Najee in the flat, not there. Dump it off to Harris. He can make something out of nothing. That's why I like this pick for the Steelers. I want them to draft Najee Harris in the draft. 
Move on now to New York Jets. They went two and fourteen. They fired Adam Gase. They hired Robert Saleh, like which, like I said, absolutely love that hire. I'm gonna give him an E. And the only reason it's not an F is because they did win two games. That's the only reason it's not an F. So I give them an E, you know, not, you know, just nothing to be proud of for New York, but they did win two games, which I think was a little bit surprising considering where they were. So obviously it's a very, very crucial, very important, um, you know, offseason for New York. I think it's a new era out there in Manhattan with Robert Saleh there. I want them to go ahead and draft Penai Sewell from Oregon. A lot of people are calling for them to, you know, maybe draft Zach Wilson, maybe draft, you know, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith. Sewell's kind of going under the radar, and that's not fair because Sewell, you know, might be the best player in this draft. He's one of the best offensive linemen um, prospects that have come out of college in a while. He is he just checks off all the boxes. He's one of the best offensive linemen to come out of the draft in a while. Like I said, Jets need offensive line. I think they'll roll with Sam Darnold. I think you got to give Darnold a chance. Darnold with an offensive line, you know, you get Sewell. You already have Makai Becton who played solid. You have that duo on the offensive line. The line improves. Solid is there. I think you got to give Darnold one more shot at being the starting quarterback for New York. So that's why I'm saying go ahead, draft Sewell. He has such a high ceiling, and he already has a super high floor as well. He can come in immediately and be a top-tier offensive lineman. So now New England Patriots, 7-9. Cam Newton definitely struggled this season, but the defense was yet again very good. I'm going to give it a C for the Patriots. Many people were thinking maybe the Patriots could run it back. Maybe they could win the AFC East again. Just not even close. They were the third best team in the AFC East this season. 7-9, I'm giving giving it a C. I think that's fair. The move I want to see them make is draft Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama. Cam Newton's not the answer. Jared Stidham is not the answer either. Draft Mac Jones. And I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but I feel like he's a similar player. You know, not very athletic, but can sit in the pocket and can make good decisions. Very good decision maker in his time with Alabama. Not incredible arm talent, just like Tom Brady. And, you know, he just really reminds reminds me of Tom Brady in that sense that they're both, you know, very good decision makers. I think Mac Jones would fit very nicely in this New England team. Go to Cleveland Browns. They went 11-5 and this season. They won the wild card against Steelers. Lost divisional round to the Kansas City Chiefs. They had the third best offensive. They were the third best offensive rushing team, led by Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And they also had coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski, who did an you know, absolute incredible job with that team. I'm going to give it a B-plus. Definitely exceeded all expectations this season. Definitely the future is very, very bright out there in Cleveland, so just a very solid season. I'm going to give them a B plus. One move I want to see them make this offseason is I want them to trade OBJ. And you're saying, why, why, OBJ, you know, he's such a good receiver. Nothing personal. I've never been a big OBJ fan just because I think his whole career has been a little bit overhyped. I don't think he's a top 10 receiver in the NFL. And the fact of the matter is 
the Browns played better when he was injured. When he wasn't on the field, they played better. And I think that's because other receivers stepped up big time. Jarvis Landry proved that he could be a wide receiver one. And then Donovan Peoples-Jones played very nicely as well, among other names. So they don't necessarily need Odell Beckham to be competitive because we saw they made it all the way to the divisional round without OBJ. So why need him? Trade him. Get some first-round picks. Make your future even better because you don't need him. You don't. So trade OBJ. Browns don't need him. We'll go to Jacksonville. 1-15. They have the number one overall pick. They hired Urban Meyer. James Robinson emerged as, you know, Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate. The move I want to see Jacksonville make. No. The grade for Jacksonville is D-. minus. Only reason is because they got the number one overall pick, which was their objective for the season, and they did it. So I respect it. They have the number one overall pick. Okay, you get a D-. minus. This season wasn't a total failure for Jacksonville, despite having the worst record in the NFL. That's just how it works sometimes. Uh, the move I want them to make is pretty obvious. Draft Trevor Lawrence. He's the best quarterback prospect in the draft. You got to get him. Bring him to Jacksonville. Jacksonville has some weapons on that offense. I think he'll be able to do very well as soon as he gets down there. Draft Trevor Lawrence. We'll go to Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. They missed the playoffs. They started very strong. Fell off. Derek Carr had a very nice season. I'm going to give it a C plus. You know, 8-8, eight and eight, 500. Solid. But it was just a letdown. You know, I really expected this team, you know, they looked so good in the first half of the season. They beat the Chiefs. They were rolling. And then they just fell off. They fell off big time. I don't know what happened. They just, you know, they just stopped winning games. So kind of a letdown, especially since we were expecting to see them in the playoffs after their first half of the season. So give give me a C-plus for this team. Just, Just a letdown for Las Vegas. A move I want to see them make is re-sign Nelson Aguilar. There's questions about Carr being the future. Carr's had a very good statistical season. There's no reason why he shouldn't be the quarterback of the future for Las Vegas. And, you know, if you want him to have success, you've got to re-sign his best, no, not his best target, his second best target. Waller's the best. Aguilar was very good as well, though. He's the top wide receiver for this squad. He had, you know, a very underrated season. When Waller wasn't open... Carr was looking for Aguilar, and more times than not, he delivered. So you got to re-sign him. He is a pending free agent. I think you got to re-sign him if you want to have any chance at making the playoffs next season. Uh, we'll speed up a little bit here. We'll go to Philadelphia Eagles, four eleven and one. Wentz was benched for Jalen Hurts. The wide receivers and O line were absolutely horrendous. They fired Doug Peterson. This season was an E for Philadelphia. Heading into the season, I personally picked them to win the NFC East, and what a fool I was for doing that. Maybe not so much, though, because on paper, they looked very, very good heading into the season. Carson Wentz was coming off a good season. Miles Sanders was coming off a breakout season. The wide receivers were back and healthy. The offensive line was healthy. Defense looked solid, especially after after they added Darius Slay. It just didn't work out for Philadelphia this season. Coaching was bad. Injuries really hurt the team as well. So it was an E, just absolute failure of a season for Philadelphia. Now, one move I want to see them make. This might count as two. Um, they do hold the sixth pick in the draft. I think at that spot, they can either get Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, or Jamar Chase. Both are absolutely excellent 
wide receivers. And for Philadelphia, I think they're going to roll with Jalen Hurts for at least one more season, give him a chance to be a starting quarterback the entire year, and add him a weapon. Obviously, he played with Devontae Smith in at Alabama or Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has you know, had an absolutely terrific season with Joe Burrow when they won the championship. Obviously, he sat out this season, so maybe that puts his value down a little bit. Just a little bit, though. He's still absolutely incredible. So I think at the sixth spot, they can get either of these guys, or at least one of these guys, I should say. I think they got to do that. We'll go to Green Bay. Packers 13-3. and They lost in the NFC Championship game to Tom Brady. Pretty typical of the Packers losing in the NFC Championship game. They had MVP Aaron Rodgers, who had an absolutely excellent season. I'll give him an A-, just because they're absolutely terrific. The entire regular season, Aaron Rodgers had a terrific season. They dominated the Rams in the divisional round, just fell apart. Um, Against Tampa, you know, you can blame it on some poor coaching decisions, bad defensive play, among other things, just fell apart. So I'll give them an A-. They were close to getting that A if they would have won that game against Tampa, but they didn't. So I'll give them an A-. A move I want to see them make, you got to draft a wide receiver, man. You know, Rodgers had an MVP season, and he still did not have an insane amount of weapons. He has Adams. He has Tanyan. Marquez Valdez-Scantling was some somewhat reliable. Not really. I think they should add Kadarius Tony to play that slot receiver spot, like I said, from Florida. He's an absolute playmaker. He's electric with the ball in his hand. Add him to this Packers squad. That's a very dangerous offense. We'll go to the... We'll go to New Orleans for the Saints, 12-4. and four. They lost in the divisional round to Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'm going to give it a B-plus because, similar to the Packers, they were absolutely dominant throughout the regular season. They dominated the Bears in the wild card and then just fell apart against Tom Brady. So, in that sense, very similar to what the Packers did this season. So, B-plus for New Orleans. The move I want them to make is I want them to re-sign James Winston because in the snap he played in the playoffs, he threw an absolute dime. And we've seen it. He played, you know, solid in Tampa in his last season. Obviously, lots of interceptions. He did have eye surgery, actually. So he might even be better now. And Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is, you know, just a great athlete. But I do not think that Taysom Hill is capable of leading this team, you know, to the playoffs next season. I think Winston could. Because he's, you know, he has a great arm. He can throw for a ton of yards. He can throw a lot, you know. And with this offense, I think he would gel because there's a lot of weapons on this offense, just like he had a lot of weapons in Tampa. So re-sign Jameis Winston. I'm not saying he's the quarterback of the future for New Orleans, but they're not in a position to trade for anybody, or I don't think they have a good enough draft pick to draft a quarterback. So you re-sign Winston to be your quarterback for next season. For the 49ers, they went 6-10. and 10. Injuries, injuries, injuries is the bottom line for this team. It's, it's impossible to know what they would have done this season had they not been just hit so hard by injuries. So I'm going to give it a C. I really respected how hard they fought, even with some of their top players out. So I respected what San Francisco did this season, so I'm going to give them a C. Now, the one move I want them to make is a huge move. You got to trade for Watson if you're San Francisco. You got to bring him in. Jimmy G 
is not going to lead you to a Super Bowl win. He can lead you to the Super Bowl. I don't think he will ever win one with San Francisco. So you bring in Watson, and that would be absolutely scary. You know, you might have to give up one of your top young stars for him. But I think in the long run, it would be entirely worth it for the 49ers. That's the move. Go get Deshaun Watson, bring him to the Bay Area, and get back to the Super Bowl. Los Angeles Rams, they went 10-6 and this season. They lost in the divisional round to the Green Bay Packers, coming off the win in the wildcard round to Seattle. It was a bounce-back season for the Rams. I really respected what they did all season. Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. I'm giving it an A- because it was a great season for Los Angeles. They beat Seattle in the playoffs. They lost to Green Bay, sure. But they were very good in the regular season. I And it was a bounce-back season coming off, you know, not a super great season. And then they made it to the division round. So I respect it a lot. Give me an A- for Los Angeles. So now... What move should they make in the offseason? They traded for Stafford, so they got the quarterback. Signed Marvin Jones Jr., who played with Stafford in Detroit. We know Marvin Jones likes playing with Stafford. Stafford's on Los Angeles. Jones is, you know, more than likely will be a free agent. Bring Marvin Jones over to Los Angeles to play with Stafford. Add him to an offense. That offense would be extremely good with Stafford and Jones added to it. You already have Cup, Woods, and Cam Akers in the offense. That would be an extremely good offense. You mix that offense now with Marvin Jones and Stafford with the defense, which is top three in the NFL. Whew. Good luck playing that Los Angeles team. Yeah, you got you definitely got to go get Marvin Jones. Panthers, 5-11 and the season for Carolina. McCaffrey was obviously very banged up. Teddy Bridgewater. Did not play extremely well. So I'm going to give it a C for Carolina. It could have gone worse. You know, they had a couple close games. You know, obviously the notable one is one with Kansas City. But, it, you know, just kind of, you know, just kind of a meh season for Carolina. So the move is many people have been calling for them to draft a quarterback. At their position, more than likely the best quarterback available is going to be Trey Lance. I don't know. I just don't really see Trey Lance going to Carolina and having that much success. I'm not saying Trey Lance can't go somewhere else, but I just don't think that's the best value pick for Carolina. So I say you draft Kyle Pitts, who is the best tight end in the draft. You know, he's more like a wide receiver, but he plays tight end. So that creates so many, so many mismatches. You know, he's absolutely dominant. So you go get Kyle Pitts. You know, I'm not going to say what they're doing with Bridgewater because it's, you know, it's confusing times. They could trade for Watson, but my one move is draft Kyle Pitts. For the Detroit Lions, they went 5-11. and They fired Matt Patricia, hired Dan Campbell, which I do like that move. They traded Stafford, which I also like that move for Detroit. They got quite a few picks. And Jared Goff, who is pretty solid. Uh, I'm going to give him a D-plus, though. It's a very disappointing season. They were in so many close games. If only they would have pulled it out. Patricia was terrible at coaching the entire season. The defense was terrible. Stafford was good. You know, the offense was solid. That's about it for this Detroit team. So I'm giving it a D plus. The move I want to see them make. They're not really in a move to they're they're not really in a position to go get any top tier free agents or really make any trades for anybody super huge. So they're gonna be looking at the draft. They have the seventh pick. Maybe you get a quarterback. Maybe you get a wide receiver. I think they should get Micah Parsons 
the linebacker. He will be the anchor for this Detroit defense going forward. You know Dan Campbell is a defensive guy, tough guy. Micah Parsons is a tough, gritty linebacker. I would love that move from Detroit. You get Micah Parsons, add him to that linebacker core. It would be very, very good. Last five teams here. The New York Giants, they went 6-10 and ten without Saquon, which was pretty impressive. Defense obviously had some huge games. I'm going to give them a B-. minus. It was okay, you know. I think it was more impressive that they did all this without Saquon, you know. So And they were in the race for the NFC East, you know, where one win away from – no, not one win. They were one loss. They were, you know – if Washington would have lost that game to Philadelphia, they would have been in the playoffs. So I respect what they did. So the move I want them to make, draft Rashawn Slater, like I said, for another team. He's a great offensive lineman. Your offensive line sucks, New York. Go get an offensive lineman in the draft. Kansas City Chiefs, 14-2, and best record in the NFL in the regular season. They lost in the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. Just the offensive line, wide receivers, defense just did not show up. It was just Patrick Mahomes trying to make these plays, trying to bail his team out time after time. It just didn't work. But, you know, in the regular season, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey were all dominant. So I'm giving them an A. They were one win away from an A+. Lost the Super Bowl. Give them an A. There's not a ton of moves for Kansas City this offseason either, but you can look to the draft. They have the 31st pick. I think... It's kind of a reach. Not no, not a reach, but it's a stretch. I'm not entirely sure this player will be available then, but if he is, go get him. Tevin Jenkins, he's a tackle from Oklahoma State. Big, powerful guy. You obviously saw the offensive line is not very deep because the replacement for some injured players in the Super Bowl were absolutely terrible. So you get this guy, you add some better pieces to the offensive line. Indianapolis Colts, 11-5, and lost in the wild card. But Jonathan Taylor, absolute... Great season. Phillip Rivers was pretty solid in his farewell season. I'm going to give the Colts a B plus. I really, I really respected what they did. The running game was great with Jonathan Taylor. You saw some other young stars, such as Michael Pittman, you know, kind of emerge as future stars for this Indianapolis team. And the defense was very good as well. So with Rivers gone, the question is who will play quarterback? They do have Jacoby Brissett. Not a fan. Russell Wilson has, you know gone out and said he's not happy with what Seattle has been doing. Potential trade? Maybe. Maybe Indianapolis would be in a position. And I think Russ would love to play in Indianapolis, considering all the young weapons, such as Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. And really, Russ's major issue with Seattle was that their offensive line was not good. Well, guess what? The Colts' offensive line is very good. You see what I'm getting at here? Russ goes to Indianapolis. They are Super Bowl. They're some. They're Super Bowl contenders without Russ. You add Russ to them. Ooh, watch out. Russ on the Russell Wilson on the Colts would be absolutely dangerous. Trade for Russell Wilson. Maybe give Brissett. Maybe more than likely you have to give some more some pretty solid picks. But it would be worth it, Indianapolis. Trade for Russell Wilson. Cincinnati Bengals, they went 4-11-1. Joe Burrow got injured, so we didn't really get to see what he could do in his, you know, an entire season. I'll give him a D. You know, they had some solid games. You know, the win versus Pittsburgh was really the standout. 
just, you know, just not a good season for Cincinnati. But the future is bright. So I have two moves for them, you know, but they're pretty important. Let A.J. Green walk. You don't need him. He's getting old. He offers no value to this team except wasted money. You have T. Higgins. You have Tyler Boyd. And you're in a position to draft a very good wide receiver in the upcoming draft. You don't need A.J. Green. Let him go. He's a waste of money. Now, regarding the draft, if Sewell is available, I think you have to take him because the Cincinnati offensive line is so bad, and you need to keep Joe Burrow safe, especially after that injury. So if Sewell is available, you take him. I don't think Sewell will be available. So then that would lead. I want you guys, I want Cincinnati to take Jamar Chase, freak of an athlete, you know, just a great deep threat. Add him to this already good wide receiver core, and Chase played with Burrow at LSU when they won the championship. It's absolutely a perfect, perfect move for the Cincinnati Bengals. And last but not least, we have the Miami Dolphins. They went 10-6 and on the season. They were one win away from the playoffs. Just a great turnaround season for Miami. Give them a B-plus. Um, just a great turnaround season for them. Now, the move for the offseason for them. Try to get Aaron Jones in free agency. I think they have a high, there's a high likeliness that he will come and join this Miami team. I, you know, I don't really see him staying with Green Bay. Try and get Aaron Jones, add to this running game. And then in the draft, draft Devontae Smith. He played with Tua in college. Tua, I'm pretty sure Miami's going to roll with him for at least one more year. So get Devontae Smith. They played together in Alabama, you know. And he won the Heisman. He might not look good physically. You know, he's not, you know, a super big, you know, super strong guy. But his technique is flawless. And I think he, him and Tua would have such great chemistry. So go draft Devontae Smith. Whew. That is every single NFL team graded. Wow, that took a while. So I just want to thank you all for listening. That's all we have planned for today. I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been episode 20 of the Just Sports Podcast. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram, on TikTok. Make sure you go check out the website. And make sure you go tell some of your friends about this podcast. You know, you know, there's some big things coming. Make sure you go tell them, you know, hey, go listen to the Just Sports Podcast. You know, they've got this cool host, Will. You know, it's a pretty good show. Make sure you go look it. Make sure you tell some people about us. Um, I just want to thank you all for listening. This has been episode 20 of the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will, signing off.